Welcome to the Guernsey Press Six Minute States podcast and I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Helen Bowditch and uh, Helen we had a, a rather truncated day today pretty much just finishing off the agenda the bulk of which they dealt with yesterday. Yes, but I think the thing that sort of sticks in my mind really from this morning is the diabolical technical problems that they had in the morning. It was absolutely painful at at stages to listen to. And I mean, everyone did their absolute best, but uh, uh, there was a lot of states members who, who were working from home. And when they when the bailiff did the roll call, uh, none of them <laughs> none of them spoke up or anything. So there was silence. And um, but you know they they tried to carry on, and uh, but obviously they realised well if these people they they are entitled to contribute. But the, the, the problem was that they couldn't hear anything. Um, I, I imagine it's probably the first time in the history, the long illustrious history of this assembly that the bailiff has been rudely interrupted by the bailiff because yeah, his, oh yeah, his yeah. own audio was coming yeah. back with a 20 second delay yeah. really loudly as well. Yeah, I know because um, I, so what I think must have been happening there is probably the states members were at home were listening on to on the BBC, which has a time which has a time delay, so we kept on hearing this echo of the of the bailiff, and actually I did hear our Bruard piped up that it was that it was Groundhog Day. Yeah, because even the echo so, was then twenty seconds later coming back through again, wasn't yeah, it? it? was just it was, on, I on know, a loop. It was it was yeah. it was really bizarre. So they had to stop the meeting to try to resolve the problem and actually if you if you want to listen to something really painful on the um, on the team's recording you can hear uh, the civil servants trying to contact the uh, deputies and saying it's the it's the button on the bottom right sort of thing so <laughs> yeah. you know. it, it takes me back to I mean, we've both worked in radio um, in those days when you know can you just switch off your set in the background <laughs> yeah, please you know, yeah. before a call yeah. is taken and I, but I suppose it's the first time ever they've had a hybrid meeting in the in the Royal Court Chamber because it was in St James last time so yeah. it's probably easier isn't it to, yeah. to fix things like that in a well I mean I, was gonna call, I wasn't going to call St James modern but they obviously had a lot of problems but it did it did I think get it did get largely resolved and those states members that were working from home were able to participate and vote but it was a bit kind of bu- bottom clenchy at, yeah. uh, at, <laughs> at times. It was a bit Heath Robinson wasn't it? So yeah. um once they did get going, uh, what uh, caught your attention first off? Uh, well, so first of all, we had uh, Deputy Neil Inder, who was presenting um, the investigation of air accidents and in- incidents, and this was really just to sort of um, update the legislation to bring Guernsey into line with the UK and other Crown dependencies. So that it wasn't sort of controversial at all. I suppose no one's going to kind of, uh, no one really had um, very much to say uh, about that. So that all got passed. Um, then we had policy and resources, and Deputy Jonathan Atok took the lead on this one, talking about and um, Guernsey's participation in international agreements. And I think the, it, this sort of thing—it's—it's it's one of those things that's very—I'm sure it's very important, but it's—it's it's sort of—it's quite hard to make it interesting. If you know, I don't—I don't want to downplay it. And I, I think it's one of those things that's very interesting to lawyers and legal minds and. Um, and that, but um, you know, and it, and it is things about it's like human rights, you know, even things like you know the EU trade and cooperation agreement, um, and and how does Guernsey, you know, Guernsey sort of standing on the on the international stage, 
There, were, um, there was some concern about it, wasn't there? John Dyke yeah, was... Yeah, John Dyke uh, was the sole voice against it. He was concerned he, about the implications for our sovereignty of signing yeah, up to Yeah, that's some right, because he sort of said that sometimes you sign up for these treaties and, and you kind of inadvertently, this is sort of de facto, you, you sign up for other, others as well and you end up kind of losing maybe some of your, some of your freedom. But it did go through... Uh, uh, you know, he he was the sole sole voice uh, against that one, and then we got on to Guernsey Post, uh, and this was their annual report and accounts. But it got a little bit a little bit tetchy, didn't it? You, I think you you heard. Yeah, I did. I did. I did listen into some of this. Uh, um, it, it's actually my day off today, but I did. <laughs> sad as I am, I listened into some of this, and um, uh, it, uh, it the ball got rolling on the kind of uh, contentious debate side of things when Deputy uh, Neil Linda. Um, uh, spoke up um, about the non-executive directorships. He questioned, first of all, why there should be as many as there are. I think they, he said there were five. And um, he said, well, you know, this he read, read them through in terms of, not by name, but in terms of, you know, their career experience mm-hmm. and said, well, we've got, you know, an, I think it was an accountant, that's fine, we've got a lawyer and that's fine, and basically all these things. And then he said, they, with, a, with a slightly sneering tone, unless I'm just being paranoid, he said, a career journalist. Uh, what, I mean, what do we need that for? For, but know. what's a career journalist? Well, as opposed to a journalist, I don't know. <laughs> Basically, I imagine, you know, in the same way that journalists often say a career politician, I think the uh, implication is that that's all they're good for, you know, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that, that was the way uh, that, that um, he was, um, uh, the journalist in question was then defended effectively by Deputy Kazansva Miller and Deputy Fuller, who's of course an ex-journalist himself. He said, oh, I've worked for this particular individual for like 10 years and he's a forensic uh, analyzer of detail so he'll do well you know I think I'm presuming they were talking about the chairman Richard Diggard in this whole yes, discussion yeah um, so anyway De- Deputy Inder is not going to be the first politician to have an aversion to journalists and he won't be the last so uh, but anyway the, the, um, he's off Richard Diggard's Christmas card list um, I, sense. I, I yeah. would imagine if he was ever on it but, uh, <laughs> he will now have been removed um, but uh, anyway that was that was all past yeah uh, and then we sort of ended on quite a nice note because the bailiff wished everyone a happy Christmas and, and hopefully uh, we won't have to come, you know, uh, I think it was something like the 26th of December, we had to come back into the States and talk about Brexit. Um, no, it must have been the 27th of December, but he wished everyone, you know, to have a, have a nice break. Well, have a happy Christmas yes, to you, you too, Helen, yeah. and to all our listeners. And uh, don't forget to pick up a few uh, physical copies of the Guernsey Press over the festive period and uh, we'll be back uh, we'll come up, come up smiling uh, on this feed uh, with the next state's meeting towards the end of January. Bye-bye. <laughs>